This is the news from the Lord. Hello, America. This is Jeffrey Lord with another edition of the Did He Really Just Say That? The Word of the Lord. Look, there's no other way to say it. What's unfolding in Afghanistan this day and right now, thanks to President Joe Biden, is a complete and utter disgrace. It is, in fact, Joe Biden's Saigon. What a disgrace. What, pardon my French, an idiot. I'll have more in a minute. But first, by now you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now Mike has done it again by introducing his new my slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop them. He's designed them to wear indoors and outdoors all day long, and I do. They're made with my pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue. They're made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new my slippers. The my slippers are so comfortable that you will want to get some for the whole family. So go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code Jeff. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-606-1043 and use promo code Jeff. Now, as I said, what's happening as we speak is Joe Biden's Saigon. What a disgrace. And for those of us who are old enough to remember Saigon, that was bad news. Tune in to any news channel on your television dial, and there it is right now in living color. Thousands of terrified Afghans fleeing the Taliban on an airport runway as an American airlift jet slowly moves forward. One man, and perhaps others, clung to the fuselage of the plane as it took off, falling thousands of feet to his death. It is the very replication of the fall of Saigon in 1975 with terrified South Vietnamese clinging to the skids of American helicopters as they fled the roof of the besieged American embassy. In fact, even as Secretary of State Antony Blinken said this was not Saigon, there were photos appearing of U.S. helicopters fleeing the roof of the American embassy in Kabul just as they fled the rooftop of the U.S. embassy in Saigon in 1975. A Saigon-style disaster is, in fact, flooding Afghanistan in direct and vivid contradiction of Biden's assurances that this would not happen. Asked a while back if a Taliban takeover was inevitable, President Biden had said, no, it is not. Tellingly, the Afghanistan disaster is so bad, even the liberal media allies of President Biden have abandoned ship. MSNBC, CNN, The New York Times, among others, are appalled. One of two things have happened here. Either Joe Biden overrode his advisors, and this led straight into disaster, or two, he was getting spectacularly bad advice from the U.S. military and intelligence committee, or just maybe it was both. But without question, the answer is the first, is there is every reason to believe, particularly after his speech to the nation, that Joe Biden overrode his advisors. As is well known, Joe Biden believes he is an expert on foreign policy in general and Afghanistan in particular, as he again made clear in his speech. But well out there is this long-ago assessment of Biden's foreign policy skills by former Bush and Obama Secretary of Defense Robert Gates, who was also an ex-CIA director. Said Bob Gates of Biden, quote, 
I think he's been wrong on nearly every major foreign policy and national security issue over the past four decades, unquote. And lately, he has said he sticks by that assessment. Well, bingo. Notably, when Biden addressed the nation on Afghanistan on Monday afternoon, he played defense, blaming everybody from his predecessors to Afghans for what is happening. Recall that when President Obama made the decision to send Navy SEALs to Pakistan to invade Osama bin Laden's hideout, it was Joe Biden who opposed the stunningly successful operation. Yet in his address to the nation, he now boasts of the mission success, with no reference that he personally had opposed that mission. He did admit the obvious, that the fall of Afghanistan, quote, did unfold more quickly than we had anticipated, unquote. Yeah, think? The president seemed totally oblivious to what was happening on the ground in Afghanistan. To all those Americans stuck behind out Taliban lines, there wasn't a word to them. Now Americans and the world are relearning firsthand exactly what Bob Gates was talking about. Over there in, USS, in USA Today, even a former Obama national security advisor was demanding that Biden fire Jake Sullivan, the president's national security advisor, and others on the Biden team. Why? For the obvious reason. Said this gentleman, quote, Those he has chosen for key positions have repeatedly failed to challenge their own assumptions. It sadly led to the most unnecessarily embarrassing day in the history of the National Security Council, unquote. And just for historical reference, even though he doesn't make it, uh, I will tell you that the uh, national security was established in, I believe, 1947 by President Harry Truman. That's a long time ago. Now, there is an understatement in terms of uh, an embarrassing day in the history of the NSC. And did you notice anything about the follow-up to the Biden speech? Unbelievably, the president headed out the door to his helicopter so he could be whisked back to, I'm not making it up, his vacation at Camp David. Unreal. As if there's nothing more to do in the White House. Just to give you a snapshot from the usually pro-Biden liberal media, here's a report from Fox. The headline, quote, Mainstream media crushes Biden for, quote, flat-footed, quote, humiliating betrayal of Afghans as Taliban takes control. Even liberal networks CNN and MSNBC are scolding Biden. Among other things, the story by Fox Media reporter Brian Flood reports this, quote, some of the media's industry, media industry's most outspoken liberal pundits and progressive news organizations have taken Biden to task over scenes of chaos and desperation as the Islamist terrorist group takes power. CNN's Jake Tapper opened Sunday's edition of State of the Union by calling the situation a, quote, tragic foreign policy disaster, unquote, that caught the Biden White House, quote, flat-footed, unquote. Quote, that is, of course, a sharp turnaround from six weeks ago when President Biden called it highly unlikely that the Taliban would overrun the country, an assessment that even at the time struck many experts in Biden's own administration as unrealistic. Jake Tapper said, and he added, now as American diplomats rush to shred embassy documents and escape, it seems shocking that President Biden could have been so wrong, unquote. Secretary of State Antony Blinken said the other week, quote, I don't think a Taliban takeover is going to be something that happens from a Monday to a Friday, unquote. Now, NBC's Chuck Todd says this of Blinken's wildly wrong prediction, quote, well, that doesn't age well, unquote. Now there's an understatement. 
And in the liberal Atlantic, the magazine now owned by Steve Jobs' wife, Lorraine, was this headline. Biden's betrayal of Afghans will live in infamy. Our abandonment of the Afghans who helped us, counted on us, and staked their lives on us is a final gratuitous shame that we could have avoided, unquote. Not to be left out, of course, is former President Trump, who issued this statement, quote, Can anyone even imagine taking out our military before evacuating civilians and others who have been good to our country and who should be allowed to seek refuge? In addition, these people left top-flight and highly sophisticated equipment. Who can believe such incompetence? Under my administration, all civilians and equipment would have been removed, unquote. Exactly. What President Trump was supporting was far different than what Joe Biden did, but perfectly in line with Biden's obsession with overruling all things Trump. Trump was speaking of a conditions-based withdrawal, which is exactly not what Joe Biden did. New York Post columnist Miranda Devine spoke to the former president on Sunday, and he told her this, quote, We were going to not let people get slaughtered. I wanted to get out, but you have to get out safely and you have to get out with respect. We had all sorts of conditions. All civilians were going to come out before the military. Everyone should have been out before they took our military out. I was going to close this ridiculous embassy they spent a billion dollars on and move everybody out. I was going to blow up every single military base before we left. I was going to take out every single piece of equipment. I said, I don't want anything left apart from leaving each soldier a gun. Plus, I had a relationship with the Taliban where they knew they weren't allowed to do this. They understood they were going to get hit very hard if they did. What I had was conversations with the Taliban leadership where I said, if you do anything, we are going to hit you like you haven't been hit before. Trump said the Taliban, quote, no longer has fear or respect for America. It's a terrible, terrible black eye for this country. We're a laughingstock. The whole world can't believe it. And there was no reason for it, unquote. And after the Biden speech, Trump put out another statement. It was short and to the point. Quote, it's not that we left Afghanistan. It's the grossly incompetent way we left, unquote. Amen, Mr. President. Amen. Trump's Secretary of State Mike Pompeo was in the room when Trump laid down his conditions for leaving the Talib, for leaving Afghanistan to the Taliban. Said Pompeo, quote, we never trusted the Taliban. We made abundantly clear we weren't going to allow them to just walk away from any deal that they had struck. We were going to go crush them. We were going to impose real costs on them. We weren't going to let them take these provincial capitals. They understood that American power was going to come to their village, to their community, to their friends and family if they broke their agreement, unquote. Amen again. Look. What we have in the first eight months of the Biden presidency is one disaster after another. Biden halted the Trump policies on the southern border, and chaos has now ensued, with COVID-19 infected illegals swarming, unchecked, into the country. Biden immediately halted the XL pipeline and suspended drilling leases in the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge, blocking oil and gas drilling in one of the largest tracts of undeveloped, undeveloped wilderness in the United States. Now, he's begging OPEC countries for oil as gas prices for Americans soar. And guess what? Uh, It's my understanding as I record this that they have just told him, sorry, Joe, but no. 
Thanks to Biden's massive spending policies, including a $1 trillion infrastructure spending bill, inflation has been sent soaring as well. Everywhere you look, America is being swamped up, swamped by one Biden-led crisis after another. Is it any wonder that former President Trump has now said this in a statement, quote, It is time for Joe Biden to resign in disgrace for what he has allowed to happen to Afghanistan, along with the tremendous surge in COVID, the border catastrophe, the destruction of energy independence, and our crippled economy. Or, unquote, or is it any wonder that Amy Tarkanian, the former Nevada GOP chairwoman, tweeted that after the Afghanistan catastrophe, Biden could not remain commander-in-chief, said Tarkanian, quote, <clears throat> the cabinet should immediately invoke the 25th Amendment. If they won't do that, the Congress should move to impeach him. Repeach him impeach him from remaining as our commander-in-chief because he is now a national security threat, unquote. Look, let's be crystal clear. Again, what Joe Biden and the world are seeing in Afghanistan is what America and the world are seeing in Afghanistan is, bluntly put, Joe Biden's Saigon and worse. And make no mistake, America's enemies from Russia to China to North Korea to Kabul have taken note. This is a disgraceful moment in American history and most assuredly a dangerous one. This is Jeffrey Lord. Stop by my website, thejeffreylord.com, and join me again for the next episode of the Word of the Lord podcast. See you then. Mm-hmm.